Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast, equipping men for their mentorship journey. The purpose of the podcast is to provide you with discussion and practical advice to help you grow in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast. We are back, J-Dub, season two. The reboot. Guess who's back, back, back. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback, Steve. <laughs> oh, man, it feels good, too. We're in our... In our new space at Supply, we moved right down the hall. Not quite as echoey, we hope. Yeah, it looks good. It feels good. It feels right. So yeah, just a uh, just a little little um, just a little talk about season two. Kind of new format, new set, as you can see. Hopefully, unless you're listening on iTunes and you can't see, but just imagine the new set. <laughs> streamy it's it's wonderful it's perfect our goal of season two is to provide more discussion and like you probably heard in the intro practical advice for mentors and protégés whether you're going through strong 27 and men of iron or whether you're not going through strong 27 and you just you know you're out there meeting with a mentor or protégé we hope to talk about things that are going to help create and sustain mentorships for the long haul so that's what we're doing here for season two, episode one. I'm excited. Um, I can't wait. This is it. Let's do it, man. So to start off season two, episode one, we've got a little segment called Celebrate the Wins. You ready for it? I'm ready. All here right, J-Dub. Let me hear it. Celebrate the Wins. Yeah, so I'll, I'll start off by sharing a personal win. A couple weeks ago, uh, I went down to um, the Bay, Chesapeake Bay, for, for a day of solitude. And it was just such a good time of just being quiet with the Lord and actually very loud with the Lord. I had some very loud worship time. Uh, I think people around probably were like, what is going on in that house? Um, so it was just a great day for me personally. And then uh, actually had Jenna and the kids come down and spend the night. And so we just had a great family fun night that night. And just it was just like great breeze, beautiful weather, and just good family time uh, coming off of a great time with the Lord. So that was a great, great win for me. Awesome. I was going to say celebrate the wins in regards to football, but not for you this week. Ouch. Man, too soon. Well, by the time this airs, maybe you can yeah. celebrate the win. Yeah. I'm a Bears fan for those that are not aware, and we had a rough week, so we're going into a bye. We're All right, right, so you're not going to be able to celebrate yeah. the win then. But the, hey, the Sixers start up true. here, we'll so that's that. exciting. <laughs> well, for me, on a very, very personal and uh, <clears throat> tough stretch, I'll say, my wife and I, hopefully I should have probably ran this by her, but my wife and I, Ashley, we had, uh, probably about two weeks ago, we had a pretty, like, rough fight. Probably one of our roughest fights in our marriage. Yeah. First one, probably, for you guys, first, right? <laughs> first one. Um, but in regards to celebrating the win, I've really, it's caused me, because of the struggle and the fight and getting deep and creating some scars, it caused us and especially me to look at our marriage to look at how I'm treating her as a husband and really like face some difficult um just like real world things like I'm not I'm not treating her like she deserves to be treated so it's really caused me here in these last four or five you know week to really be intentional with every single moment I have with her so to not brush off a question she asked me or to brush off something she asked me to do and to stop and listen to her and have real conversations with her. So especially like, you know, with kids, you know this, J-Dub, it's so easy to get caught up in everything going on around you, to get caught up in your kids and work, 
that your spouse all of a sudden is on the back burner. And that's what I allowed to happen. Uh, <clears throat> so I celebrate that win in the sense that these last few days for us have been <clears throat> some of our best in recent months in regards to me being intentional and actually putting her first, which I failed to do for too long. So I'm celebrating that. Sometimes a win comes through heartache, right? Mm -hmm. takes, Big time. Takes some yeah. hard work. That's great. So hopefully Ashley doesn't mind that I shared that. <laughs> <laughs> now it's out there. There we go. I'm celebrating that win. Well, to get into the meat of episode one, season two, we have titled this, I Don't Read My Bible. And our goal for episode one here for season two is to is to help guys going through the ministry or, or going through a mentorship to help establish faith goals. And we're going to kind of talk about briefly here before we, we tell you how to establish faith goals or give you some practical advice. We're going to talk about the five F's. Can you give us a little insight? What are the five F's? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just, just briefly, it's just kind of our way of looking at, uh, at a man's life and saying, okay, how can we, how can we focus in on some different areas uh, and try and encapsulate and capture every part of, of your life? So faith, family, friends, fitness, and finance. So like those kind of, and each one is defined differently. So like finance is not just like uh, money in your budget, but like your work and what, what you're doing for a living and things like that. Uh, it really just kind of takes and distills all of life down to like some manageable goal setting buckets that you can kind of take into. So, and I mean, you kind of talked about how it, it simplifies it for men, but how did we as an organization, men of iron, you know, this is a key part of our resources, our mentorship guide. How did we give a little background on how we kind of got started with using yeah. the 5F yeah. tool. Yeah, I mean, props to Dave Zillig, who is, uh, hey, he's he's living the life down in, in Florida right now, but uh, it was really his his framework for, for his ministry through Equilibrium, and, and we partnered with him a few years ago, and, uh, and, and that was kind of what we took from him that was his tool of kind of breaking down a man's life and kind of trying to organize it and, and focus in on some manageable goals. So props to Zillig. Hey, we love Zillig. He's a board member, an advocate, and a great friend. Mm -hmm. We'll see him in a few days when we head down to Tampa, Florida yeah. for a training. Yeah, he's hosting us. He, he's going to be on, isn't he the uh, Mentor Minute here? Yeah, watch out. He's the Mentor Minute at the he's break. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, like J-Dub said, we believe it's uh, it simplifies kind of this idea of life for guys. We don't, we don't want to overcomplicate things when it comes to setting goals and and giving you guys a clear plan to, to grow um, as a man and a leader and a husband and father and, and all that. So we think it's simple to follow the five F's. I mean, it's something you can remember. Mm -hmm. It's going to stick with you, we hope, and it's practical. And we believe men can really establish a plan around this. Uh, that's why we have, when guys are going through the program, we have them setting their goals in the five F's. Mm -hmm. And as we talk about that, you notice, obviously, that faith is first and foremost because faith is the foundation that, that we hope and pray that these guys are going to build their goals on and build their life on. Yeah. So we start with faith <clears throat> as the foundation of that. We really encourage guys in the first 90 days of their mentorship to to start with faith, mm -hmm. to focus on faith, to get into God's word, to prayer, to seek solitude. And, for, and honestly, for a lot of guys, this is the first time they're really even doing something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about here after the break, we will talk about establishing your faith goals and what that looks like. So anything else you want to mention about just kind of centered around faith and 
building that foundation. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's the foundation. So you you, you build that, and, and there's other things going on in those other Fs maybe that you want to get to. But, I mean, our walk with the Lord really does influence all those other areas and, and gets us anchored in on what God's truth is, what His love is, what that relationship looks like applied to your friends, your family, your fitness, your finance. So, like, the faith foundation doesn't go away after 90 days. It, it be, You build on it, and it's always there. Uh, and so that's just that's the the cornerstone that we would say, hey, start there and carry it through. It doesn't end after the first ninety days. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a great point because it's not like we're saying after ninety days, don't worry about reading the Bible anymore. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, after the break here, J Dub, we will we will dive into establishing faith goals and what that looks like from a practical standpoint. Let's do it. See you on the other side. All right. Hey guys, we want to take a minute to thank our friends over at Castle for sponsoring this episode. Castle has been providing professional design and vehicle branding since 1945, known for providing their customers the highest quality design, fleet graphics, and vehicle wraps. Located in Mannheim, PA, and now with a second location in Smoketown, PA. Does your branding communicate the quality, virtues, and values that make your company special? Castle's goal is for your vehicles and signage to represent your company in the best way possible. We can't say enough great things about Castle over here at Men of Iron. They provided the incredible and visually appealing signage for our office. So drive your brand with Castle. Go to Castle, C-A-S-S-E-L, team.com. Hey, guys, this is Paul Leininger from Lancaster, PA, with your Mentor Minute. You know, some guys look at the Word of God as something that's boring. And if you're going to read the Word through that kind of filter, that's exactly what you're going to get out of it. But let's talk about rhythm with the Word. Uh, take one of the anchor points out of the uh, mentor guide or from one of your devotionals that you have or whatever it is and just focus on that one scripture. You could do it for a day, a couple of days, but here's a great way to do this. It's, it's helped me. Read that scripture to yourself. Just read it and then read it a second time slower. And that second time, write down what uh, keywords stick out to you, thoughts, uh, whatever it is that comes to your mind, and then read it again even slower. And then do the same thing again. Write down what you what you see and you hear. Uh, and then with that, you're going to start to see a rhythm in the Word of God that you've never experienced before. It's going to come to life because you're taking your time to read it and let it sink in. And that will begin a new rhythm in your life every day. Take care, guys. Welcome back. So we are talking about faith goals. And as we said before the break... Uh, we're centered around this 5F model of giving guys a simple and practical and clear plan to follow in their mentorship. So it's centered around faith, friends, family, fitness, and finances, that 5F model we talked about, and, and faith, building on that foundation of faith. And and there's three spiritual disciplines that we really encourage and preach. It's, you know, They're not the only ones, like mm-hmm. we say, but the ones that we really center on as far as building your faith, and that's getting into God's Word, praying, and seeking solitude. Um, so today we're gonna we're just gonna give you guys some practical advice on how to establish those faith goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> so J Dub, what would be your would be kind of like your advice to a guy who's just getting into Strong Twenty Seven and he's opening up the mentorship guide and and he's got to write down some faith goals. Yeah, for one thing, one of the things that you'll find in that guide is we talk about smart goals and you've probably heard these in your workplace. You know, this isn't our thing, but. Having, having goals that are, are specific, they're measurable, uh, they're achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And that helps to focus in because it's not just like, yeah, I want to be a better person. 
well, that like that's so broad that you're not going to actually find steps to get there. So making goals that are very specific and they're time bound. And, and so like you have your, your, the way one, one mentor has talked about is like setting up pins and knocking them down. Like, let's get something that you can really focus on. You can visualize and you can measure it so that you can go, Hey, did I, did I do that? Did I get that accomplished? Yes or no. It's not a ambiguous, am I a better person now or not? I don't know. Like, so setting goals that are smart goals is a key part of that process for sure. Um, I think for faith specifically, um, again, I, and everyone's different. I think some people are like, where do I start? Other people are, I feel like guys sometimes are too ambitious and like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do like 10 goals. And I think it's starting simple and keeping things small. Uh, and that was hard for me, even this past year with my mentor, like, wanting to do a ton of different goals and set a bunch of different things rather than being really good at hitting those pins down that I know are, are foundational. So my, for me, my goals that stayed very, very consistent throughout my entire year were my quiet time with the Lord and that was Bible and prayer and journaling. Um, my time with my wife and time with my kids, they varied a little bit throughout the, the year, but I almost kept those same goals throughout the year. And honestly, at first I was like, ah, is that, am I, am I failing? Shouldn't I have more exotic and robust goals? And my, my mentor said at the end, he's like, these are goals that you're going to have for the rest of your life. Continue, like time with the Lord, time with your wife and time with your kids. Those are what other goals do you want? Like keep, keep digging into those, keep pursuing those things, keep them simple so that you can actually see growth happen. That's good. Yeah. I think you know, talking specifically to that guy who maybe is <clears throat> has never read his Bible or maybe doesn't even have a relationship with Jesus at the moment, but he's he's signed up for this program. He signed up for Strong Twenty Seven, and he all of a sudden he's got to set faith goals. It can be overwhelming, mm-hmm. I think, for a lot of guys. Or or maybe it's the guy that, like I said, hasn't read his Bible in a long time and doesn't even know where to start. Uh, <clears throat> and I think we've all been there in our faith journeys. That kind of that feeling like you're out in the desert and your relationship with the Lord is not non-existent, but it's just kind of been in a bad place mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> for too long. So I think my advice in that regard would be, I mean, sometimes you can, you open up your Bible and you don't know where to start. You don't know what to read. It's, you feel like nothing's speaking to you. Um, I would suggest just spending some quiet time, whether it's in the morning or evening, whatever works best for you. It You don't have to have I mean we talk about these smart goals but you don't have to read two chapters a day just yeah. to read two chapters a day do what feels right and what works best for you yeah so if it's just spending quiet time in the lord just to hear from the lord do it yeah 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 i think that's where where everyone's going to be different everyone has a different place everyone's at a different place in your faith journey maybe you've known the lord for years and you're just you want to get reset and re-energize back into the word back into the time with the lord Maybe this is like you're just learning to to get to know him. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like any relationship that you have with a friend, with your spouse, a girlfriend. Like you, you got to get to know the other person. And and this is God is a an active and alive um, presence. He's not just like this thing that you're learning about. So it's not a matter of okay, how do I learn more about this this subject? It's how do I get to know this this person, this God who is very alive and active and present in my life now. 
And so what does that look like? You know, you go on dates with your wife, you get to, yep. you know, before she was your wife, like that first date, like finding out what, what she likes and what, what she's into and her personality. And, and the same is true with God. Like you're getting to know who he is yep. and what's he like and what, what are the things that are on his heart that he wants for you to pursue to look more like him. Uh, and I think when that's the focus, it changes how you approach it. That's good. Yeah. Cause I mean, you think about it, I mean, God's word is it, it's who God is. Mm-hmm. So when we're digging into God's word, we're learning more about his character and, and his love and his faithfulness and his promises for us. Mm-hmm. So it's so valuable. It's yeah. It's like reading a book on your wife. Yeah. It might be helpful. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Actually. <laughs> um, I like this quote from John Piper. It says, God gave us the Bible, not just to inform our minds, but also to transform our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. And I think, I think the topic of our, of our, this podcast specifically is, is reading the Bible, right? Like, what does that look like? Because that is one way to know this God, to, to get into relationship with him. I think it's really important perspective is, is key, is seeing the Bible as not just this big, thick book with some weird names and like confusing history and what what do I, where do I start? But to understand that this is kind of like a, a, a love letter from, from God. Like, this is his love story to all of humanity and to us today because it continues. It starts in the Old Testament and runs through Jesus and runs through the early church, it's still going on. So we're part of that story. And so it's first and foremost uh, about relationship. Uh, And I think the other thing then from there that is true in my marriage, uh, and I I would imagine any guy, that relationship transforms you. So it's not just like you get to know your wife and like you never change. Like, like I do things, I was joking about this the other day. I was like, I made a list of things I never did before my wife. And like some of them are like, use essential oils and eat turkey <laughs> instead of ham. And like some of them are silly things, but others are like big things. Mm-hmm. Like I serve her now. I, I put my, my selfishness to the side as yep. much as I can to love her better and love my kids. So the relationship transforms us and, and the Bible helps to inform that transformation. Um, and I'll say this: that relationship with the Lord and the and the and Scripture, it, it impacts everything that we do. Like encountering God changes our politics, our parenting, our how we spend our money, the things we watch, the things we listen to, the, what we do and say. Like it's all encompassing. And, and so while the while Scripture doesn't have a verse for every single thing in life, the principles and truth does apply to everything. I've never come across a topic that I'm like. Uh, I have no idea, like, Scripture has no, nothing to say on this. Like, there is something of God's heart hmm. within Scripture, and so that's why it's such a such an important piece to that relationship. Mm, that's so good. We're just going to turn the podcast off and let you preach. What do you think? <laughs> Perfect. There we go. <laughs> Get all fired and, up. And just exactly what you're saying, that's why <clears throat> faith has to be the foundation mm-hmm. of who you are and, and how you're going to be as a man and how you're going to grow as a man, because if, if you don't if you don't work on that relation with the Lord, the rest really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to essentially, it's like build, like building your your house on sand. It's all going to fall to pieces yeah. if you don't build that foundation of the Lord. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we put this question out on Instagram <clears throat> today to just do like a Q&A, and this is one question that stood out uh, just in regards to reading God's Word. It is from Zach Azima. Hey, Shout Zach. Out. Zach Attack. He, Zach says, any suggestions on reading the word every day, like how to keep yourself engaged? Mm, that's good. Yeah, I, I, when I heard that question, I, I wrote down just a list of different ideas just to kind of give some practical thoughts. I think, again, first and foremost, like 
realizing and, and, and understanding it as being this alive and active thing. It's not this ancient book that's that's got, again, weird names and things that like this is a means to understanding our relationship better. Uh, and I think that changes how we approach it. So like, I want to get into this. I want to go, go back in. Um, and I think some things, so anyway, some very practical things. Uh, if you're in, whether you're just starting, never read it, or if you've got seminary degree, like start small. Sometimes it's just like, hmm. let me just focus on two or three verses at a time uh, and, and really dig into what is God, what is God's truth in there? Can I memorize it? Like memorizing scripture is such a big, yeah, definitely. big skill set because then it can, you can recall it. Like when, when those situations come up or that question comes up and you're like, oh, that's right. I just, I memorize, I think there's this verse that's been such an important piece. So I think starting small, um, I like to journal, like, mm. uh, uh, to me, like, that's always good, like, uh, whether it's writing down notes or things that I learn from scripture, or it's rewriting scripture, like, not rewriting scripture, like, that sounds like, but taking a verse and, like, writing in your own words so that you can make it personal, okay, this is what is true, how does this apply to me? Um, I think the Psalms are a great place to go, if you're like, man, I don't know where to start, go to the Psalms, like, those are just very raw, real, emotional uh, journal entries from David and other authors uh, from the Old Testament that are just crying out to the Lord, and they're very authentic, and it's not always like happy-go-lucky, it all wraps up. Um, Proverbs is another one. Proverbs very yeah. practical advice. There's 31 chapters, so you can just, some people will just take a chapter a day, just read a chapter, get something out of it, and apply it. Um, I feel like I could go on and on. <laughs> what, what, what do you got, Steve? Yeah, if you need more, if you need more practical advice, Justin at menofiron.org. Yeah. <laughs> He'd love to meet with you. He doesn't have enough uh, proteges. That's right. I need a couple more. <laughs> uh, yeah, in regards to journaling, that's always been a great, great, great tool for me <clears throat> in my relationship with God. I've never been. I don't consider myself. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm a bad communicator, but I always feel like I communicate better. I've I've loved to write since I was, you know, probably a teenager. So I've always felt like I'm a better communicator when I'm writing. Mm -hmm. So I felt like when I, I almost like journal my prayers because I feel like I am just able to speak more of what I'm trying to say to the Lord through that. So that's always been a great tool for me. And as far as reading God's word, um, just for practical advice for guys in a mentor protege relationship, the Bible app is a great Mm -hmm. tool to use for that. What I love about it is you can find, I mean, there's, there's a reading plan for everything yeah. or anything in there. And especially reading plans that are just focused around specific books in the Bible, whether it's the Gospels or like you were talking about Psalms and Proverbs, you can find uh, a reading plan for any of that. And, and a lot of these reading plans are just, I mean, there's some, there's some practical advice in them, but a lot of them are just scripture. You're just mm-hmm. literally reading through the scripture, whether it's on your phone or your, or your computer or your iPad. And I love being able to use that as an accountability tool too. If you're going through it with your mentor, protege, or microgroup, you can, you know, check off that you read it. And if your protege is not reading it, or if the mentor is not reading it, you'll see. Yeah, yeah. So you can be like, hey, buddy, what's going on here? <laughs> you didn't read it yet today. Uh, <clears throat> so that's a great practical tool for guys to use to get into God's word. I don't know. It's It seems less intimidating when you're reading it on your phone as yeah. compared to opening up your Bible <laughs> for some reason. Um, so there's are two things, journaling and, yeah, and, and getting in the Bible app. Couple other things I'll throw on. I'll finish up my list here too. Uh, a really simple, like some other places to start. If you want to learn more about Jesus, uh, Mark is a really simple. John is a great one too. 
man, usually people go to John, but Mark, um, my one, my one seminary professor used to say, it's like the one, the one beer gospel. Like it's, it's Mark was like super low key, really informal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may, may or may not pick that up in the language, but like the way he wrote it was very simple. Yeah. Uh, and so Mark is a great one. Um, I think like how to study it. And we talk about this in Vince's, uh, 20 lessons mm-hmm. to build a man's faith. Little plug is. for that. There it is. Um, but like, okay, how do I? I want to study it. What do I get out of it? Um, one one method is observe, interpret, apply. So like, I like to say what, so what, and now what? What? Like, just write down observations, like questions that you have. Like, what is you know? Just just you read through it and you just you just write down some things that come to mind. Uh, so what? Like, interpret it. What does this mean? Like, mm-hmm. what is God saying through this? What do I learn about God? And what do I learn about man through this passage? And then, so what? Or now what? Right? What? How do I apply this? What does this mean for me today? And how do I live this out? And I think we and we we skipped over this, but this is an important one right off the bat. Like, going to Scripture with the Holy Spirit, asking God. Like, just sit mm-hmm. down and you're like. God, just just reveal to me. Like, yeah. just talk to me. Like, I don't know how to do this. Maybe you're like, I have no idea. Yep. All those tools that Stephen and Justin said, they were not helpful. <laughs> I have no idea. Just guess Sorry. what? God is a lot better a teacher <laughs> than than the two of us. Yes. God, just speak to me. Like, yep. show me. Amen. Like, He wants to be known, and He will help you through yeah. through His His Spirit. So, that's good. Oh, one last one. Bible Project. Bible Project is another great uh, tool. If you're like, yeah, how do I get a into the what is God saying in these books like Bible Project really fun simple videos that talk about like scripture and, and what it means and you can go to their website and you can find any category and topic in there too awesome awesome yeah and and uh I mean just I think the Bible can be intimidating for a lot of people like we talked about but man just open it up yeah just start yeah yeah start small mm-hmm. I mean don't let it overwhelm you just just yeah. open it up. And there's some great, there's, there's adventure stories, there's murder, there's romance, there's mystery. I mean, like, there's got, there's so much, <laughs> like, just read, like, a fun, exciting story, yeah. too. Like, Zach, go, go read about Samson. He's got some, you know, get, get you fired up. Oh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't the greatest role model, no, honestly, not, but no. he had some fun. Not the best mentor. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, we, uh, we pray that this episode helped you guys in a small way. Yeah. Or a major way. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We will put some practical advice and tips that we talked about. We'll put that in the show notes and then when we share this on on uh social media that way you guys can, can see it. Um but you can just listen the whole way through and take down some notes too. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> J dub, thanks for uh thanks for kicking off season two. I'm excited for what's in store. It's a wrap, Steve. Alright guys. Talk to you next episode. Thanks for listening to the Men of Iron Podcast. To get started in a one-to-one or microgroup mentorship, go to menofiron.org.